With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. New segment called Five Aside. This is players or people who, or events that promised plenty, sometimes delivered and then fell off the radar quickly or never quite reached the heights we expected. Thanks to Beaumont Tiles, they're giving away a trip for two to the America's footy's biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12 when you're in with a chance T's and C's apply. Alrighty. So this has been hard. So we, we haven't conferred, we haven't spoken, but you have presented our five to our producers and we have confirmed that your five and my five are completely different. Yeah. Which just doesn't happen very often. No, it doesn't. Alrighty. Uh, you're into this, so Away you go. Number, number five. five. Building up to the number one. Number, number five. It's the only football I've got in it. Nathan Ablett. Nathan Ablett played played in the 07 flag and then retired at 21. Tried to come back at Gold Coast with Gazza. Only played two games and then completely disappeared for a career of 34 games and good call. 47 goals. Good call. Very good call. Now, this is not a reflection of these people no, no. in any way. This is just what we expected more. Yeah. We expected stardom. I've really also, enjoyed it, I don't think. I've also got a footballer, and it's my only footballer, and not, not dissimilar. Shane Hamilton is his name. So Shane Hamilton played with Geelong and rose to – it played in the four f- finals of 89. Three goals – against Essendon, two goals against Melbourne, had 19 possessions against Essendon, played in the grand final in 1989, that famous grand final against Hawthorne, came onto the ground, Shane Hamilton, had 18 disposals and two goals. Would never heard of him. And then played one more year at Geelong and went to Brisbane Bears and played a couple of years up there, but eventually uh, didn't reach any great heights. But the 89 grand final is a name that will stick with me forever and a day, Shane Hamilton. If you gave me a thousand guesses to pick the 89 Geelong side, which is one of the all-time greats, and I was a Hawthorne supporter at the time, loved it. I would not have gone with Shane Hamilton. Number four for me... The wild thing, Sean Tate. Sean Tate, right, he averaged 28 at first class level, but just played played three tests and an average of 60. Listen to the wild thing here. Ball three. Play oh, miss. The eyes go straight up to the screen, and the crowd love it. It's 100 miles an hour. A, a cricket ball does not get bowled faster than that. Gilly, gilly. We're just going to crowbar some gilly into there. Just thought thought he was going to absolutely terrorise people for so long. And three tests, average of 60. That'll do it. That's why there wasn't a fourth one. My number four is a horse called Paint the Stars. Now, the great Robert Holmes Accord, famous WA squillionaire, paid $825,000 at the sales way back in the early 1980s for a yearling. 
Luskin Star Colt called Paint the Stars. It became 825 grand. It had six race starts, finished third at Geelong and Bendigo, and won $800 in prize. <laughs> you speak to it better. Was it, it was a Winx or Blanc Caviar's son. They called it Jimmy. He got bitten by a white spider. Never got out of the paddock. That's a disappointing one. Paint the Stars, $825,000 yearling. Number three for me, we turn our attention to the uh, world of golf. Mr. I'm going to be the next Tiger Woods. I am Tiger Woods in the making. I'm coming through Mr. Aaron Badley. Oh, okay. Won the Australian Open and then has just... He's he's had a good, solid career, but you're not Tiger Woods, son. But now the moment Aaron Badley has waited for. His daddy can't believe it. His parents can't believe it. And he's done something that no one has done for 39 years, win the national championship as an amateur. From Nick O'Hearn and Greg Norman, another strong finish. Then came Mike... Ah, he'd been Nick O'Hearn, one of my favourite people of all time, and... Aaron Bradley, still playing. I know, I know, and you know what? It's worth about five million dollars, but just it did not reach the heights that he told us he was going to. Do you remember a West Australian dual Olympic gold medalist at the Athens Olympics by the name of Ryan Bailey? He's got pole vault all over it. Cycling. Damn it! He won the sprint and the Kieran. He shot to fame. He was as the battler from the northern suburbs. He. Uh, Dined out on KFC. Got that a boy. And he was going to be the next big thing and never really reached reached any great heights. I think he failed. He made the next Olympic Games but failed to qualify. He was going to be anything when the, he won the Athens dual Olympian gold medalist. He's in the Australian Sports Hall of Fame and the Cycling Hall of Fame as well. He now resides with two kids in Queensland and never reached any great heights after that and was going to be the face of Australian sport briefly, but uh, never went on with it. Ryan Bailey, cyclist. Number two, I've got got tennis players. I mean, top two spots here. Number two, Nick Kyrgios. Nick Kyrgios, as far as underachieving with the talent that you've got, underachieving, he's made one Grand Slam, which he lost, Wimbledon. The best other Grand Slams, he's got to two quarterfinals and, uh, in the Australian and the US and third round in the French. When you look at talent v achievement, he is completely underachieving for my Nick Kyrgios number two. Right, my number two, and let's go back to 1994. How's this? Five gold medals in the Commonwealth Games and a silver. Jeez, harsh. Difficult throw here for Kasumi. She makes it. How about that, Australia? It's going to be very hard to beat today. Kasumi on the hoop. One of her strongest apparatus. Kasumi Takahishi. Uh, Australian mum, Japanese father. She won five gold and a silver at the Commonwealth Games in 1994 in rhythmic gymnastics. Should be revered on Nadia Kobanichi. Correct, and was going to be. Was a 14-year-old, a chronic back injury. She now lives in the States. She's a lawyer. She's lived in the States for a long time and gave up the sport in 1997, three years later. If you remember the rhythmic gymnast, Kasumi Takahishi, she was going to be... (laughs) She was the star as a 14-year-old of the Commonwealth Games. I'm waiting for that name to pop up and on this day. Victoria, Victoria, uh, Canada was the Games in 1994. Five gold. Out there list, haven't you? Oh, my number one, and it needs no explanation whatsoever as far as underachieving goes, is 
Anna Kornikova, number one. By a stretch. <laughs> a fair dinkum. Zero career titles. Zero. Right. Zero. World number two for a long time. Nah, she was not. She wasn't world number two. Was it? No. Never reached number two? No, nah, I don't think she ever got I thought she was two. close anyway. I've Googled her That's a lot, <laughs> but I don't think she's got the number two. Very good Let call. me Google her again. Can you go through your top five list, please? Uh, yep, yeah, yeah, now I've just jumped out of it. It's uh, number five, Nathan Ablett. Number four, Sean Tate. Number three, Aaron Badley. Number two, Nick Kyrgios. And number one, Anna Kornikova, who has, like, just, just, she's worth 50 million. But she's just sort of disappeared with Enrique. Yeah, well, and she's doing extremely well for herself post-tennis. Here is my number one. And he's gone. He's got the hat-trick. Three men caught behind the wicket, two of them by Healy, and that one a comfortable waist-high catch to Mark Taylor. So Anthony Stewart has taken a hat-trick. Anthony Stewart is his name. Three one-day internationals for Australia, including five for 26 in his last one-day international against Pakistan at the MCG. And he took five for 26, took eight wickets in 1997 and never played again. (laughs) Wow. Anthony Stewart was a one-day hero and, sadly, it ended about there. So my five in order... At five, Ryan Bailey, cyclist. Four, Paint the Stars, the underperforming galloper. <laughs> Shane Hamilton, the former Geelong Brisbane player. Kasumi Takahishi, the five-time rhythmic gold medalist at the Victoria Commonwealth Games. Mm. And my number one, Anthony Stewart, a hat-trick in his last international one day for Australia, never to play again. We need to put those lists up on socials like Hutchie and Pickers do, and off the record and off the bench. And... Um, oh. I'll dominate that. Yep, probably. Number eight, she got two, Anna. Okay, there you go. 13, 12, 55, took your depot, open line, 0487736736. Who makes your team? Uh, doesn't have to give us five, just give us one that we might have added. But, yes, we're going to put up on our socials. Let us know which list you like better. Uh, let's get a breakaway. No, Paul Hazelby's going to join us in a moment. It's 28 away from eight. Scotty Ingalls.